I don't think I made the best first impression. I threw out my back on on the trampoline, and then I got <laughs> stung by a bee like, in the palm of my hand. I still have the scar, for, like the mark from it. I, Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Oh, I didn't see you started. <laughs> Welcome to episode 103. We're Finn and Emma. And first off, happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas or whatever else you celebrate is great. Maybe, maybe you're listening to this a day late and you're celebrating Emma's birthday. That's true. <laughs> the big 3-3. Three, three. You know what that is. What? A, a palindrome? Pa- a palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So now I get to hear about it for a whole year? I didn't think of that. That's really exciting. <laughs> well, and then you get to turn 33. Not for a while. Uh-huh. A little bit. Not that long. Anyway. All right. Today we got Claire and Phil... I think they stole their pseudonyms from Modern Family, but I can't be sure. Probably. (laughs) The good news is if you if you listen to the show, if you listen to this show, if you watch that show, if you watch Modern Family, you will know that that intro that I picked was perfect. For Phil. For Phil. That is that's the most Phil sentence (laughs) that you could have created without trying. Yep. Also, as a fellow a uh, person who gets accused of sounding like other TV people. Uh-huh. I think he sounds a lot like Phil. I think he does too. But that's there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was, clearly. <laughs> yeah, cuz you get called Ross. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. <laughs> Just in case anyone missed that. All right. Well, anyway, it's an awesome conversation. They're great people. We actually met them in person while we were out in California a couple weeks ago and had a beer with them. Great people and it's a great story. So, enjoy it today. And what else do we have really quick? Few announcements as usual. Very short ones. Yeah. Real short. Yeah. If you just get to it. (laughs) Okay. If anyone's planning to go to a New Year's Eve party, you still have time to get tested for STIs. So we wanted to just quickly plug stdcheck.com. If you go and use the links on our webpage, you get $10 off. And you support the show. Yes. That's all we'll say about that. Thank you for doing that in advance. Also, if you're looking for a fun, sexy, and educational, edutainment mm-hmm. way to stay up on the holidays and you don't want to, like, be listening to normalizing non-monogamy on your Alexa over the whole house while the family's there. Except they may be listening to this anyway. They probably are. <laughs> I mean, we encourage it. But you could also go check out our friends over at the Monogamish Marriage blog. Yes. You could sit in the corner and read while everybody else is celebrating. So we highly recommend that as an alternative. I also think you should celebrate, but you could also read. They have a great blog. They do. I was just saying, like, if you want to be an introvert and sit in the corner, yeah, you can do that. (laughs) So check them out. They're great friends of the show and would appreciate you having a read. Yeah. What else? What else? I think that's pretty much it for right now. It is. I guess it is. I guess nothing else. No. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thanks. A day early. A day early. Well, 
or 364 days late. That's true. Happy yeah. happy 32nd birthday. <laughs> you can wish me happy birthday every day. Okay, I guess. All right. <laughs> anyway. We'll work on that. We'll see everybody. Uh, <laughs> we'll work on that. What does that mean? Are you going to really wish me happy birthday every day? Probably not. Okay. Well, tomorrow you can because it's my actual birthday. I will do it then. Okay. We'll see everybody in the outro. Let's go hear Claire and Phil. We've got TV royalty, Claire and Phil. Claire and Phil. <laughs> yeah. The, Hi. The, the Dunphys. I don't, know, I, don't know if I don't know if we're even allowed to say that. I don't know. <laughs> Copyright. We'll, we'll pretend we're allowed to say that. So obviously, okay. well, not obviously, but pseudonyms, but nonetheless, thank you for coming on the show tonight, taking some time out of your warm evening to chat with us. We're excited to have you both. We're thank excited you. too. Thank you. So for people who don't know you, who are the majority of the listeners here, can you... And give, the majority of the interviewers. And us, yes. Can, <laughs> can you give us a little background on who you are? Me first? Okay. I'm Claire. I just turned 29 a couple days ago. And um, I'm a paralegal. And we've been married for seven years. And we've been together for almost 10 years. Um, so... Since we were really young, I think I was 19 and Phil was you know, 20. So we've been together for a while. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Awesome. Well, happy belated yeah. birthday. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I am Phil and I'm 30 and then I'm in the military out here, which is what's kept us here in San Diego all these years, hopefully for much longer, but you never really know. And then, yeah, we've been known each other since high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We've known each other since I was like 14 and he was 15. Mm-hmm. I think I met him as a freshman in high school and I had a massive crush on him. It was like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. So I had a huge crush. He didn't know I existed. And eventually we started dating when I was like 19. After. That's not necessarily true that I didn't know you existed. but No, we were actually friends. We were friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely had a massive crush. And then there was one year we went ice skating. And I remember he shoved a snowball in my mouth and then down my pants. And <laughs> yeah. True, and, true dumb and dumber style there. Huh? Yeah, it, no. it, it was. It made sense in the moment when I was. <laughs> 15 probably not so much when i'm 30 but (laughs) yeah 15 years later he's like i can't believe i did that i'm like no yeah i you did it was a thing but it it worked it worked yeah it it worked and we still had a crush on him years later i was yeah she was mine yeah (laughs) well played so yeah we started dating and then i um he moved away for college we weren't dating at the time and then we did start dating and he was like, Hey, you should apply for my college. Cause I had to transfer. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. And I did it and I got in and I was like, Hey, I, I kind of got in. And he was like, I guess you're moving out here. And I was like, I guess I am. And that was that. The rest is history. The rest yeah. is history. That, yeah. that decision was made after we'd only been dating for maybe six, six months. Six, so yeah. it was a big nerve-wracking decision that I was going to be her whole family is in San Diego so I'm solely like the only person she knows so although we've been friends for a while I was like this is a pretty new relationship I was pretty nervous that 
And he's the one who suggested it too. Yeah. Like I wasn't even going to apply, but he's like, you should totally do this. And I was like, I <laughs> guess I should. And it happened. And I was like, Hey, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't so, want to be the, the asshole if she, if it didn't work out and now right. she's stuck out. Right. Yeah. Wow. Stuck out there. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're asking her to come next door, right? You're coming yeah. across yeah. the country. Across the country. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. start dating when you were apart then? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We started. So, yeah, you hadn't even been hadn't even been together like in uh, the no. same city. <laughs> nope. Correct. We had. It's actually a funny funny story. So it was on Facebook back when Facebook first started in two thousand like nine. nine so not when Facebook yeah. first started, but pretty early on, and it was like you could send anonymous messages. So somebody just sent me one, and it was said that they liked me, and so <laughs> I started talking to this anonymous person uh, for a while. Yeah. And then I was trying to figure it out who it was. And I had it narrowed down to, I think, you and one other person. No, he named about five other girls that he thought <laughs> uh, it was before was... he even landed on me. And it okay. was me being like super like, okay, look, this is who. It's <laughs> well, me. But he was like, it's this girl. I'm like, no, not her. This girl. Uh, it's definitely her. Well, no. You make me sound like <laughs> I was the worst in that situation. Like that was just wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, you could, have, you could have just sent a real message, you know, just poke But, but she then began to tell me how she had this crush on a person and maybe my own narcissism and is that she, I assume she was just talking about me, just being very coy about it. And because she keeps telling me that he doesn't know that I like him. All, what should I do? And asking me for advice, I'm like, you should just tell him, expecting her to just finally come out and say it, that she likes me. And, and then one day I get a message, and he's like, I told him. And then I got super deflated when I realized she was talking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was bad. <laughs> this, is but, quite the, this is quite the convoluted, I don't know how you two are even together between the snowball right? and the, and yeah, the Facebook. I, <laughs> it, was meant, it was meant to be. And then... I think I, I think I may end up after she told me, I realized it wasn't me. And I said, Oh, I thought you were talking about me. And the rest is, yeah. History after that slowly. Yeah, probably started. was like, Oh yeah, you too. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Cause you, you really were asking him about somebody else. I really was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I did always have a crush on him, but like I was totally asking him about somebody yeah. else. Yeah. So I mean, right. now we're together and it's yeah. a thing and we're married. <laughs> So, out in the end. so something you divulged before we started recording, which is that Claire, you're a, you're an avid follower of the podcast and, and yeah. Phil has no idea what we're even doing here. That's not true. Yeah. He said he's listened to a few episodes. Well, I yeah. was going to say we're, we're here to talk about your potential journey through non-monogamy. So yeah. I guess maybe how did that get started or maybe what does it, what does it look like? And then maybe we can back up and talk about how it got started. Okay. So... I guess what it looks like now is very different from where it started. Uh, what it looks like now is dating separately, polyamory. Um, that's mostly what we do now. Uh, it all started in college when I had the bright idea for a hall pass, and I thought it would be a great idea. I think it was a joint it decision. Was a, yeah, it was a joint decision. Just, but I said, you know, let's let's do a hall pass. and. Like each um, one of you. Yeah, yeah like but I think separate. it was like for the other person. Like I was very adamant that she do it and more so than like, let me go and do it. Like, yeah. I want a hall pass. I think you should have a hall pass. Yeah. And so we 
So we decided to do that, and I used my hall pass. Uh, he did not. I did not because I like I was nineteen at the time, and like looking back, I was like, oh my god, I did. I was not mature enough for that. Please tell me. Oh shoot! Oh, that's my smartwatch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I used, I used my hall pass. I felt so guilty about it. I was like, Oh my God, I did it because I just, I, I lost my virginity to him. So I was just like, Oh, I can't believe I did this. And I to finally fail. was like, to yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not to hall pass guy. Yeah. That's a good thing to clarify. Um, so I did that. I told him and his reaction was like, Oh, that's so hot. And which was shocking to me, but he found someone to do his hall pass with. And I was like, no, I am not okay with this. I don't like this. Like I, I kind of turned into, I, I got really jealous. Yeah. So I kind of, that was off. my fault though. I more than her jealousy, I think is in that scenario. So we were both pretty young. Um, obviously she said she's inexperienced. I was not that much more experienced at that time. And I had, only had relationships and so our kind of agreement was you know one night stand meet somebody do it never talk to him again i didn't necessarily have i had never gone out and done that so i was trying to figure out like i'm an outgoing person now but i've usually have been more introverted and like how do i just approach somebody for that I had no tools in my tool bag of how to do that. Uh, so I did, I kind of ended up falling back on what I knew, which was something probably more emotional, like having starting a relationship with that goal is like, just so I could, but not just like meet somebody at a bar right, and yeah. take them home. So you, you were, know, you I, were starting with it, like go, trying to go a little deeper with it. Than yeah. Just which, which did break the rules not for the sake that I want, I had no intention of wanting a relationship. It's just, it was the only way I knew how to go about it. Um, So that was on me for not at least bringing that up probably and be like, Hey, this is what I think I need to do to make this hall pass happen. And so so, were, were you, were you two living in the same city at this point? Like had, had Claire moved out? Okay. So it wasn't, this wasn't like part of like a long distance, like you're there, I'm here. We might as well kind of do this. It was, no, no, it was like we were, we were I mean, same dorms. college campus. We were in the dorms at that point. And uh, yeah, so that's when I like, I, I saw what he had been kind of doing to do that. And I kind of, kind of lost my shit a little bit. And I was yeah, like, that was rough for a yeah. while. I was like, dude, you can't do this. Um, so we kind of, that kind of soured me on the idea. And I like pumped the brakes. We're like, okay, never doing this again. And uh, later on, we had a friend come out and visit and then oh, hold up before we get to that part though, just to re- like sum up that part of the, this whole journey was it's probably foreshadowing. I think that I think you came over right after pretty much you like had hooked up with this, there. this guy that she just met online and like it was super, I don't even think I understood how much I enjoyed that until like, in the moment I realized like, Oh, which is foreshadowing to like the future. It was a one-time thing at that point in our lives. We didn't really continue it, but looking back on it as we were kind of talking about getting ready for this interview, I was like, yeah, hindsight being 2020, 
that's probably pretty telling that we're more open than most people that I really enjoyed. And we had like a great night when she came over afterwards. Yeah. Like retelling what happened. Yeah. 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 So, so you can continue. Oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, a couple of years later, I had a friend come out and visit and we were like setting her up with one of our friends. It didn't really work out. And we were joking, like I had promised her a great weekend with a hot guy and lots of sex, but that didn't happen with that one guy, but it happened with the three of us. So we had this threesome. And after that, it kind of opened the door again to like, that was exciting and that was fun. And how do we do this again? And again, it was like, a solitary thing that like it happened. And then it was, I don't know, it was yeah. like a few years later that we kind of re-explored that. So yeah, it was like a one-time thing. And then we met these friends, a couple and uh, my friend was, she's super open and we ended up like having parallel play. And I remember being like really excited about it. Like, this is really interesting. And how did this happen the way it happened? And Last night was weird because we all ended up on the same bed doing all these really fun things. And it kind of happened. It happened a few times. And then finally one day she was like, what if we switched? And it was like, huh, I'm okay with it. Are you okay with it? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Are you? Yeah. And it was like the four of us, like we're all okay with it. And we had this conversation for a solid like four or five hours. And it was like, that three o'clock like, in the morning when we finally like I almost tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, he I'm, was over it at that point. He's like, dude, are we gonna do this or not? It's three o'clock in the morning. We've been asking each other, are you okay for the last six hours? Like and it finally happened, you know, three o'clock in the morning. We're all tired. And after and, that it and was And these just were just like, regular regular friends, right? This was yeah. just a regular yeah. friend, right? It was they were it was like vanilla. He was friends. my coworker, and so the four of us just clicked as friends for you know, and that's all for the longest time, you know, we were We're just just good friends. friends. Yeah. Uh, And then luckily his wife is very outgoing and her and Claire hit it off. Uh, So that kind of helped the friendship, I think kind of grow. And then, yeah, it kind of went from there. It got to that level. And then it was only with them for a really long time until we realized like, Oh, we actually really like this, but they were also kind of like, it was hit or miss if they did want to or didn't want to, and we didn't want to pressure. So that's kind of when we're like, how do we do this again without doing it with them? Cause we don't want to pressure them. And that's when the Googling started happening. And like, we found SLS and Cassidy and like, we're like, Oh, it's a whole new world out there. Like, what is this? This is fun. It's a whole lifestyle. People are in this. This is a thing. And so this was uh, like maybe four years ago or so I'm guessing uh, like, Two, three years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was like, it was two years ago. Yeah, 2016. No, No, 2017. So it was like two years ago. So we did that. And um, yeah, we like, we started finding other couples and it was, it was always good. It was fun. It was exciting, but we always kind of came back to those friends to the point where we started to realize like, this is kind of a polyamorous relationship between the four of us. And it, we always preferred to be with them rather than just going out and meeting new people, even though we had fun doing that. It just made more sense, I think, 
to us because we're like, these are like our best friends. And there's this like really intense bond because not only were we like friends, like out in like the vanilla world, I guess you could say, but we also had this like deeper connection and this kind of secret because we had a lot of the same friends, but only the four of us knew what the four of us knew. And it, it made it, it made it deeper. And we kind of started, it started to feel very much like, is this like a, a love kind of thing or like what's, what's kind of going on. And yeah, we, we kind of, we explored that with them a little bit until it kind of just turned really bad, really fast. And it exploded exploded really quickly and it didn't end very nicely. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was kind of a, that was kind of a hard, a hard pill to swallow when that all kind of blew up a little. And, but at that point it, it kind of turned into, she wasn't comfortable with me having a friendship with her husband. Um, she was fine with every kind of facet of our four-way relationship, except specifically the two of us. So I couldn't, I couldn't talk to, I couldn't be friends with him. Essentially. You can't talk to him. You can't text him. You can't all of these things, but she could do all of those things. And that's how we ended up dating separately because I was like, I'm not getting what I want from this. Like you guys have your alone time. Like everyone had their alone time except for me and him. And I was like, okay, that's not really fair. And that's kind of what I want. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Phil was like, you know, what if you just like got on Bumble and found like a single guy and then you can have that friendship or that relationship or whatever you want. And I was like, that's a good idea. I'll do that. So I started seeing somebody from this, a single guy from Bumble and, um, my friend's husband and like our little foursome there just, he, what did he say? He's like, I felt like I got hit over the head. He was jealous. He was super jealous and he got really upset about it. And then she got upset that he was jealous. Cause she's like, why are you jealous? You can't have feelings. And yeah. it, that's how it kind of devolved the way it did. So that's how I, we started kind of dating separately and I wasn't okay with him on Bumble yet. I was not okay with him being on Tinder. Which was fine. It was not my intention. I've never felt like a quid pro quo kind of mm-hmm. arrangement needed to be like in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty at the time satisfied and getting kind of, I guess my needs matter. I was looking for outside of our marriage. If you want to put it that way with, with her, with this other couple. So I was like, I don't necessarily, I don't have no desire to go out and date other people. That was never even our intention going in the the beginning of it. It was always, let's do, we do this together. And that's, that's that. Um, But we had tried so many times, a lot of these couples that we would meet is like hit or miss, or we just found that there was such a disparity on what was out there as far as what I think, I was attracted to what she was attracted to. And, you know, it never it's hard really aligned find. nicely. Yeah. yeah. It's four, four different people is extremely difficult to meld. Well, and we were lucky with this one couple. And I think we were, had like rose colored glasses, just thought it would be that easy all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's so simple. We, you guys, 
Um, but it, it wasn't that as, as easy as we thought it would be. And we're both super busy. So I'm like, I can't divulge like you spend that much time like searching and doing all this stuff. We, so it was simple. The simpler answer was, it doesn't bother me. So you go out, you and go do it, yeah. find what you're looking for. That's very simple. That's a one-on-one like or traditional, if you will. Right. Well, and so were you, Phil, were you able then to continue the relationship with the other woman? And cause you kind of made it sound like, like that was good enough for you at, at the time to like keep yes. going and that was okay. So the four of us were still pretty much doing nothing had changed at this point between us. Um, the only thing was, was Claire was now on Bumble and, you know, looking for, uh, for somebody. And, but we were all still like swapping together. I think one night we did it just the way it worked out. Cause both of us have kids that, it would end up like she just came over one night and it was just the two of us. Like usually that never happened. It was always at least in the same house. Mm-hmm. Um, if not the same, always the same, the same room, room, same room, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was just kind of a, yeah. And like we like logistically it worked out that way. So that was the only way it was going to, things were going to happen because of someone has to be in the house right. to watch children. And, um, and so it, it kind of carried on where the four of you were still doing you know, doing the, the foursome thing, so to speak. But but Claire was also looking for something outside of that where she could have more than – she was allowed to text or have some type of connection other than just sexual. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. the way I saw that whole thing going down was she ha- she liked to be the ringleader and very much wanted to be in control of every facet not, not Claire, no. the other. Yes, yeah. the other woman, not Claire. Claire just wanted to was, have fun and go with the flow. Fun. But <laughs> uh, but so she had a tough time, but she wasn't communicating that. She can the way she the way we understood it was she was down for anything, and like it was her husband. She was kind of putting her insecurities or her issues and saying they were her husband. So we all had kid gloves with him find out later that it was kind of her wasn't comfortable enough to tell us that what we were doing was uncomfortable. She was like, yeah, I'm on board with all of this. It's him. And so it was just all, it was all the don't do's, you know, like, like communicate honestly and communicate frequently. And there was no honesty in any of it, which we now see like looking back and there was no frequency and communication and, it just, it obviously like it didn't work out well. Yeah. So, I mean, now it's like, you know, it, it got to the point where like now we're no longer friends or speaking, which it, which it sucks, but that's kind of like what it culminated in. And I mean, it, it worked out for us, I think, because, you know, I found a great guy on Bumble and weirdly was like, my first date, I, I've been in a lot, but like it was my first date and he's kind of Batman. been the one that's stuck. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't. I've been like three, <laughs> 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 but I, you know, that first guy that I first went on a date went with, he kind of stuck and I still see him like as much as I can. Usually like I, tr- we try once a week and, um, 
obviously he knows I'm married. I'm always so very honest, like right up front. I'm like, Hey, I'm married. This is my situation. And he just understood. He's like, cool. And you know, super respectful. And once I was kind of comfortable and I saw how like, Oh, this could kind of be easy and you can find somebody that's respectful of, you know, my relationship and my marriage and my family. So maybe comfortable to say, you know, Phil, you can get on Bumble and you can get on Tinder, whatever you want to get on and kind of find that as well. Because at this point, you know, our friends were no longer our friends and we were kind of like, what now? <laughs> what do we do now? We liked this lifestyle and we wanted to continue it, but we just kind of didn't know how. And so that's how we started dating separately. And that's worked out really well. I think, um, he found, he found someone and well, I will say (laughs) I, it took me a long time to be comfortable enough and to actually go out on a date after I got on Bumble. Um, Phil over here got on and the next day was, had three dates lined up in a week. <laughs> it was like, yes and no. Like yes I said, yes. I used to be an introvert. Um, very, that's very much has changed over the last decade. Um, and yeah, I thought it was going to be very difficult as a guy on like one of these dating apps. We were got together long before those apps ever came around. So I've never even looked at them other than maybe over a single guy's like shoulder, like my friend's shoulder. Um, so I was hesitant or skeptical of, is this even the right place as a married guy to find somebody? I, I assume they're all looking for relationships. That's not what I can provide or potentially not the same facet or level of a relationship that they may be looking for. Right. Um, well, so I was curious, what was your, what was your strategy then? Because I think there's probably a lot of guys out there listening, going, how, how the hell did you pull that off? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. day, day one, you had three people lined up. So, so obviously rel- pretty successful. I would consider like it's been seven months that mm-hmm. since I think it was like March or February that, that's when she gave me the green light and I was like, all right. Uh, I try to be as open as I, as I could be. Um, so without saying it straight on my profile that I'm in an open marriage, I think I alluded to it. Most people have said when they go back and look at it, they're like, okay, I see what you did there. Um, just like looking for somebody open-minded looking for something casual not looking for anything serious, like without just to saying, Hey, I'm married in an open marriage. Uh, my thought process being that I'll talk to him for a bit. And if it's actually going to go somewhere, then I'll tell them. So I tried to get to that point as quick as possible. Usually within the first couple messages, if it's something more than hi, Hey, which, right, right. you know, 90% don't make it past the first couple messages. Uh, and then it ended up being like, is like, on my clipboard as my standard go-to message that I had crafted. Of, it's a template. <laughs> my template of, how do I break this? That I spent a while trying to say in a very succinct way uh, yeah. Um, yeah. that that was actually very well received. Uh, like I think I've only had a couple that that just stopped talking. Most like most have said thank you for being honest. Like was like the almost universal answer to that. Um, 
and most have been pretty open to it. Some have said, it's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something serious. I think a couple just never talked to me again. Like there was never any, I was like, all right, right. Mm-hmm. Moving right. on. Um, that's been my experience too, where I try to, I tell them as, as soon within the first couple of messages. And for the most part, I, I get a, Oh, thanks for letting me know. Like, I appreciate your honesty. Um, I think it's a little bit, it's been harder for me in that realm just because I, my, the reactions I get are either that, you know, just, Oh, thanks for telling me, you know, I'm okay with that or I'm not okay with that, but good luck. And then the opposite of cool. So when are we having sex and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> that's yeah. not, that's not cool, man. And I will say, you know, most of it is on the, on the far off side where I'm just like, Oh, another one of these assholes. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've gotten that a lot, but I just, I think open honesty as soon as I can. And usually it's, it's pretty well received. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's awesome to hear. And I mean, I guess, I guess for both of you, right. That it's been somewhat balanced, right. That it's not one of you going out on 200 dates and the other ones like, still trying to find that first one because we we have heard of we some people where like one the 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 woman gets on and she's on there for like an hour and has a hundred messages and the guy's (laughs) been on there for like a month and has three right so it it can be really imbalanced no yeah it can it can be imbalanced and i think like we've done a good job of kind of also vetting people and being like wait what are their intentions though because it's it's hit or miss i think but yeah. it's, it's kind of worked out. It's worked out well. Like I said, like of that one single guy that I see as frequently as I can. And, uh, which is nice. Cause it's kind of like, you know, he doesn't know anybody in my life. So it's kind of an escape. It's kind of like, Oh, you know, like he gets it. He understands. And, um, recently actually it has like stars aligned. I don't know what happened, but I was out on a business trip and I matched with somebody and I just like saw his picture and was like, Oh, okay. He's good looking. And I swiped and then I matched with him and I was like, cool. And I, then I went back and looked at his profile, which I, I, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I should have read his profile. And he was like, I'm married in an open relationship, like into like that whole ethically non-monogamous thing. And I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of perfect. Cool. So then we started talking and then we went on a date and it went like really, really well. And I think maybe a week or two later, like his wife was on Bumble and Bill (laughs) was on Bumble and happened to match with his wife. It was just like, oh, they matched. And I think she messaged him like, well, this is convenient. And (laughs) we kind of went from there and uh, I will say him and I actually went on a first date and had drinks and had a good night and everything. And we did not have the same. Yeah. Phil, Phil and uh, his wife did not have the same. We, we ended up having a meet a family time meeting at a, at a trampoline park. So their first meet (laughs) was like around like all the children. And I don't think I made the best first impression. I, threw out my back on, on the trampoline and then I got stung by a bee like, in the palm of my hand. I still have the scar for like the mark from it. Like, Cause this is pretty recently. Yeah. Like I got hurt the whole day. And I was like, well, she's probably not that interested in me. Yeah. 
and then luckily like but the you know a few days later we got the opportunity where it was also perfect because I kind of went over to their place to hang out with him and then they actually got to go out on an actual date and this last weekend oh and and um the guy and I we we share a birthday too so this last weekend we got to go out and have celebrate our birthdays together all four of us and it, it was really great and weird because they're i mean phil and um the other the other half they're like the same person so the entire night i mean it was like finishing each other's sentences saying the same thing at the same time and i was like you guys it's weird how similar you guys (laughs) are but it was really nice to see and kind of heartwarming and like makes me giddy thinking about it i'm like this is actually nice because it's what we wanted with our friends originally that didn't end up working and was really heartbreaking. And I'm like, Oh, how did we find this again? Just well, so right. it's, it's like you found a uh, sort of the four way connection, but we weren't looking while, for it while you yeah. were looking for individual connections, which is, it, is yeah. Pretty yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, we didn't plan on it. We just kind of made our peace with the fact that like, you're just going to have what you have, with somebody else and I'm just going to have what I have with somebody else. And it's just going to be a separate thing. And that's just, it is how it is, even though we really liked the four way thing. And all of a sudden it just kind of landed in our laps and we're like, how did this happen? This is really nice. (laughs) Yeah. And and so when you guys are looking for other people right now, are you sort of just open to whatever develops with them or is it because you had talked when you, when you first started right back in college, Mm -hmm. it was like, Sex with no feelings, that's the rule, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. has it evolved to now where you're like, yeah, it's okay. if somebody develops feelings or falls in love, that's okay. But it's, I guess, what is, are there still rules or, or boundaries around that? Uh, so I think we started like most people do, which I've noticed I hear a lot is like we had all the rules in the world. Right. And then as like the longer you're in it, it's just like kind of rules just die away and like, ah, that's not a rule anymore. And I think that's kind of where we're at where, um, it, we're, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not insecure with, you know, if like he has feelings for somebody. And at first I was, I was like, Oh my God, what if he has feelings for somebody else? But I think we're so comfortable and like confident and secure in our relationship that, you know, and we realize like feelings happen, like they're going to happen, you know, when you're so close to somebody, you're going to have those feelings. And I don't know, like I did have an experience recently where I started terrified to tell Phil about it because that guy I was dating just out of the blue was like, I love you. And I, my response to him was really like, I (laughs) I didn't know what to say. I was like, really? And I I came home and I was like, by the way, he said he loved me. And I don't know if that's okay. And I think my response was like, what? Yeah. Well, how do you feel? Well, how do you feel? And I just said, I just said, really? (laughs) Like, I don't know. So that kind of made me realize like, oh, but that's okay that's okay though. You know, like just, and he even told me, he's like, just because I said that to you, or if you do feel the same for me, doesn't mean you feel any less for anybody else. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's true. I I don't feel any less for anybody else. It's not taking away my love for Phil, you know? So 
And I guess is right as long as you've communicated that right uh, on mm-hmm. the out out front that like what you were looking for right if you're saying I guess maybe to be a little more clear clear kind of clear <laughs> <laughs> to be more clear about that is like right you you didn't go into this saying oh yeah I'm looking for a long term boyfriend and mm-hmm. I want to fall in love and then he's like I'm falling in love with you and you're like oh nope nope not me I'm not really looking for that right you didn't you didn't set somebody up. Yeah. to break mm-hmm. their heart right it was sort of yeah. you may or may not be there but in in it's okay that he is and you aren't right you've you've communicated yeah. all that and it's all above board yeah absolutely and that's how like I think that's how it's been lately yeah I, you know where we're kind of okay with it I, I realize that I am more comfortable with like this new couple because I feel like I can trust I can trust them um, because they're in the same situation, they have the same, you know, dynamic. So I'm like, okay, I can trust your intentions. Yeah. Uh, I was not as forthcoming with one of the single girls that he was dating. I was going to bring that up. I was like, as much as we are pretty okay with things, I was like, I think from her end, it's on in, in more of an individual basis. I've noticed where some, some women, not arbitrarily, but some women, I just, she, was like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And then in my, as I see it and somebody else, she's like, oh yeah, you know, take it as far as you want with them. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess I can, I can kind of understand that too. Like it just, it depends on your comfort level. Yeah. Like it with people are different and the way they yeah. treat both of you. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it was funny cause she, the girl that she, uh, Claire's referencing was also like the first person that I met or one of the first couple that I met really early on when we kind of started doing our own separate thing, whereas, uh, which I don't think she mentioned, like he left his previous relationship because he wanted an open relationship. And so like, he kind of understood Claire where Claire was coming from. Um, it this wasn't, is the, necess- this is the single guy. You're Sorry. Yeah. 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 So like he, he completely got it and was super on board. And he's like, yeah, that's what I've always wanted too. So he, so that was an easy match. Um, you know, mine was a more traditional, like she's was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I'll work. And so we, it, we, it built, it built very slowly. Um, I was like, well, we can just be friends and chat. You seem very, like a very nice person. We met everything was, was going like progressing well. And, and at first she's like, I'm uncomfortable looking back. I was like, yeah, those are flags was she wanted to pretend. I think that I was a single dad. She wasn't very comfortable talking about my wife or like me mentioning her. Uh, and at first I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense. She, like when I'm with you, I'm with you kind of thing. And, uh, but the more, the longer it kind of went on, I think I was becoming less and less comfortable with having to like hide my marriage, which yeah, I was like, she, this is not what I was... wanted to pretend that I didn't exist yeah, like, entirely. So. Yeah. yeah like, we I can talk see about, how that might make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like she would, yeah, so like she would ask questions about like my son and, you know, she had no, I think illusions of what this relationship is. She fully knew that I was married and what had no desire to, wasn't trying to come in and wreck the home, so to speak. But I think she just wanted to pretend or not talk about it. Um, like she never, she never wanted to come over to the house. I would always go to her place, which is fine. That's you know, it's easy for me to go there and then I can leave. And but right, but uh, it, it sounds like it really goes against the the 
the vibe, I guess, that you are trying to create, which is this sort yeah. of free flowing, mm-hmm. like people should be co- able to come over and be a part of your family if that's Absolutely. if it yeah. makes sense, right? I mean, I guess I'm curious. The other guy that that Claire knows, have you met him, Phil? Like, are you? No, I not? haven't. I've never met him. We had talked about it pretty early on in their relationship. Like, would you ever meet him? And I think they're both getting to a place where like they, they, they both kind of go back. The both of them go back and forth. Like one minute they're like, yeah, I could totally meet him. And then the other, like, I don't know if I'm okay with meeting him, but they're open to it. Just not yet. Yeah. It depends. I think it just, they go back and forth. Like Like, there are times when he's like, yes. And then there's other times when Phil's like, no. And then the same with, you know, um, single guy I'm seeing where he's like, totally, I'll go up and meet him. And then there are times I say, I don't know if I'm okay. And I'm like, you know what, you guys just tell me when you're good and you're good. And then you can meet if you want. (laughs) In my head, it's like the context of how we meet, which I know when, if we actually would meet, um, or we would meet any of each other's kind of partners, uh, outside of our marriage, like it's just going to be as friends. Like in my head, the thing I don't want to meet as, as okay with everything that I think I am is some sort of alpha dogging scenario where he feels he's going to come in and like be all over my wife, like right in front of me, which I'm like, she's not into any guy that would do that. So I know that that's not actually going to happen. He's, he seems like a really nice guy and we'd probably just hang out and become best friends. Yeah. No, uh, they'd put, they'd push me out. I know it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, get, I'm currently getting pushed out. <laughs> that is true. Recently, one of the girls he's dating, which is like the polar opposite of the one that wanted to pretend I didn't exist. She started to question whether he was telling the truth about this open relationship and not so much question as much as just ask, ask, make sure I was okay with it. So she reached out to me, wanted to make sure I was fine. And I told her, yeah, I am totally fine with this. Like, thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. And then she invited me out to have a beer. So I met up with her, just the two of us. And we, we were supposed to have one beer at around seven and uh, I was, I didn't come home till like one o'clock in the morning. Like I just had a blast with her, like went back to her place, hung out, talked all night. And we've hung out since then, like multiple times. She's introduced me to her friends and I'm like, this is the kind of thing I want. I like this. Yeah. I like having, it's it's comfortable. And I like having a friend to kind of share like this experience with rather than be like, Oh, like you don't exist in this world with mm-hmm. me right now right yeah right so yeah it that's kind of what i like and that's that's what i like about this new situation with this other couple is like oh we're kind of so open with each other and we're it it's all working on all facets i'm like how how is this working right now this is great this is what i wanted yeah, yeah, no, from the beginning amazing. yeah yeah and that's fairly new too i mean this is only like three or four weeks ago that we met him yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot changing right now and exciting. Yeah. No, it's it so like much. It, yeah. We get into we get into like periods of like a lull and then things aggressively change um throughout this whole thing. I can't think of probably more than like a two or three month period where things were the same as they were, you know, three months ago. Yeah. Um it's, it hasn't been that long since we've become non-monogamous or opened up our marriage to things other than just the two, the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I, and like looking at how that over time has quickly evolved into what looks like nothing now looks nothing like what it was oh, or yeah, what yeah. we agreed upon and talked yeah. about when it started. 
Have have you noticed like changes in your relationship, like benefits that you've seen since you since you started kind of going into it a little more? I don't want to say full time, like it's a job, but like since you <laughs> since you really started exploring it more seriously after sort of you worked through the 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 issues with the first couple, but once you once you kind of got on the right track, like have you seen your relationship yeah. changing? I think so. I think we just are better at communicating than we ever were. Like not that we were bad before that it was bad. It's just, I think being comfortable to talk about pretty much anything now, um, is very easy because we've had some very awkward conversations. So almost anything with normal life is a very easy conversation to have. And I think with that couple that seeing how poor their interrelationship communication was with that first couple, like just solidifies like we are doing everything right. Like her and I are Claire and I are lockstep on how we're, we talk about it most nights. Like what is going on? Like, what should we be doing? We, do we pump the brakes and we will do that. And we talk about it every facet and it was just very, became very clear, especially in hindsight that they were not doing that same thing. Um, and that we've continued that throughout, even with when we've kind of gone our separate ways to doing our th- kind of solo thing is we still at the end of the night um in the beginning very much so right at the end of the night as soon as they came back sometimes now it's the next morning uh because the next night after work or something or like oh tell me about we always you know talk about what all happened especially when it's a first like meeting somebody else for the first time when it's somebody like that she's been seeing for a bunch then it's i'm like all right she went to hang out with a friend uh with one of these guys it's Mm -hmm. not as critical for me to like stay up and wait make sure she's okay i was like this is somebody we can trust yeah well i was curious then on that like you since you mentioned it like how how have you handled like the physical safety around like either of you going out and meeting other people right like that that can be a little bit scary right thinking like okay well my wife or my husband is out with somebody who knows if if they got tricked into something or if it was uh right so i yeah how how have have you handled that we have a proof of life texts that we do on <laughs> on first on first dates. Usually, yeah. you know, like every hour, every so hour. Or so, I'm like, hey, alive. I'm alive. Hey, I'm okay. Hey, I'm good. Initially, what I started doing, just because he kind of was like, I don't know if I want to know, you know, where exactly where you are, like where this guy lives or whatever. So, I have my best friend. Um, I would send her like my address his name where i'm gonna be what time i'm gonna be there let her know like and she would tell me okay text me every hour make sure you're okay um and i i still kind of do that with her where i I'm, i haven't been going on you know new dates or anything but uh with every new or like first date i would i just text her hey i'm meeting this guy at this place at this time this is his name and she's like cool thank you I'm going to check up on you. And if you don't text me, you know, by this time I'm calling the cops and I'm like, great. <laughs> you know, you got, <laughs> you have my back. I, <laughs> that back up. I, yeah. I have the benefit of being six, two and 200 pounds. So I'm not necessarily the most any worried yeah. at all about my physical safety. <laughs> sure. No, yeah. But meeting, meeting somewhere, you yeah. know, a bar, somewhere public. not, I've Some, never somewhere public. And yeah. yeah, I'm not bold enough to even, ask somebody to come like, Hey, do you just want to come to my house or come to my place? Or can I come over to your place? Like, that's not who I am. (laughs) I'm not that bold and forward. So that's not even entered my mind. Like, 
we're this chat is going very well we're let's just let's skip meeting in public and let's just yeah get straight down and that's not like yeah. Not an option for me. Yeah. And how how about your sexual safety? Well, hold on, hold on. I was just I wanted to touch on something there because I'm curious that you said that Phil doesn't want to know like the physical location, which is which is kind of strange. Yeah. I'm I'm curious about that. So was that was time. that was the very first the time, very and it wasn't that time. I didn't want to know her physical location. As I was when we were kind of navigating those waters of first date. the very first time she went out with somebody else. We talked about like, what do you want to know? What don't you want to know? Like, do you want to know his name? I was like, I don't need to know anything about him. Uh, I was very like, I was very on board with it. Um, I was trying to figure out what I was and wasn't comfortable with. I'm like, but um, we ended up talking about afterwards. What we didn't discuss was the location. Like, I told her, like, I would have liked to have known an address, um, and ended up like feverishly trying to get it out of her friend, which. Didn't go well. Didn't go well because she didn't want to give it to me. And her and I had a discussion about that. It was for the other couple. Like I was at their house, the other couple that, that trying first to get couple. their mind off it. Yeah. yeah. I spent the night with them just hanging out. So I wouldn't like, just be sitting at home drinking like whiskey, like <laughs> shaking. Like I was excited, but very nervous. Um, you know, so that was like an intern. That was something obviously new for me. But once she, she ended up being in a place of bad reception, and so I stopped getting texts. So I'm trying to figure out, like, is she okay? We had had a rule of nothing physical on this first date. Um, yeah. Just because of, like, just in case, maybe this isn't something I'm okay with, with you going out with somebody else. So let's just meet. You can meet him, and then, but like, no sex. And then we'll talk about it. And then, you know, after that first meet, it was kind of, whatever you're comfortable with, I'm comfortable with. It was okay after that. Like once we knew, but I didn't yeah. know. Before and we the had first that time. backup of like, I had, I actually had two friends that knew exactly where I was, who yeah. I was with, like first name, last name, like, um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. I always, I, I always have my, my best friend that I, I like tell everything to. So like, she always knows like where I'm at, what I'm doing, like <laughs> that I'm alive and well. And now, and now that, that quickly changed once we kind of hammered out that, maybe we misunderstood each other in that yeah. I was like, no, I'm, I would like to know where you are, what restaurant, like yeah. everything Does mm-hmm. God forbid I need to come get you like, That's um, true. <laughs> or something even worse happens. And yeah, yeah, I would sure. like, I would so, like to know. That's, uh, yeah. That's changed. And now, like, I mean, I actually recently deleted all of my dating apps because since we're in a town, like we're in our hometown, uh, an old classmate of mine found oh, yeah. one of my, uh, one of my mm-hmm. dating apps, like one of my profiles. And, uh, she went about it really, really badly. This actually happened two days ago. Uh, she sent me a screenshot of my profile and just that. And I was like, Hey, Phil and I are in a open relationship where, you know, non-monogamous, like that's kind of, our deal. Like we'd appreciate it if you would be discreet about it and not tell anybody. And her response was like, (laughs) her response was, that's a relief, especially since I sent that screenshot to both of you. So we'll see. So she didn't believe me. (laughs) It was a little, it was, it was, she was, I think she was trying to catch me in something and she sent it, she sent it to Phil and uh, she sent us, 
she sent him the whole screenshot of our conversation, me telling her, and he was like, hey, you went to our wedding. You know her better than that. Obviously, what she's saying is true. And she's like, she said the same thing. Oh, that's a relief. It's happened to me before. And I'm glad that what she said was true for both of your sake or something like that. And I was like, she was just. Yeah, I think she was hoping for drama. Yeah. This is a person. She was looking for for something. This is a person that, you know, I think maybe I said hi to it, probably said hi to at our wedding, but is not somebody that I know. And Claire had mentioned, told me like, she hasn't spoken to this person in years oh, because like she was, four or five she had dated her friend. So once they broke up, it was over, it, you know, but she, she got gone. wind of this set and she was just, I mean, yeah. and after that, I just got really anxious about it. And I just, I, I deleted everything. I was like, I don't even want to yeah, deal right now. It was now. like the way she went about it was very shady. It was like, a, a, I got you. We had the exact, yeah. we had a very different experience of somebody finding out. And that was my best friends. Uh, both of my best friends independently found Claire on Tinder. And I just, I laughed because like they both um, at separate times pretty much said the same thing. But so I get a random text in the middle of the day, like, Hey man, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think you should know. And it was at a place of, out of a place of concern. And like he, he sent me like the screenshot and I'm just laughing. I was like, dude, it's not what you think. She's not cheating. Um, and then I explained the situation. I hadn't told him yet because we were, we're all busy and in different parts of the country. Uh, and we were about to have like a guy's trip. And so I wanted to do it face to face and let them know, cause this is now a big part of our lives uh, right. and, and tell them about it. But I was like, all right, I can't have you thinking my wife is you know, cheating. having an affair or cheating. Right. Right. Uh, so, but well, that was out of a place of concern. So we were, I was okay with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I was like, thank, I appreciate great friend. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. Well, which, which begs the question then. And I, and I, I don't have the answer to it, but does it make sense to put it in your profile that we're in an ethically non-monogamous mm-hmm. relationship? Because then if, if a friend does stumble across it, they can be like, Oh, well, get it. that's, I, that's I news to that. me, but I don't have to like go and worry. Yeah. About... I thought about that, but I also wanted kind of the option of being able to explain it. Um, I guess on a case by case basis. And also to me, there was a part of me that I I also have a lot of family out here. And honestly, I was like, "Eh, if any of my family finds out, I could, no, (laughs) I would, I could easily just be like, Oh yeah, I've been catfished. Sorry. Like that happened. Like that was, you know, and Yeah. And it, especially since, you know, I, all my friends that I, all my really close friends and everything and the people I know and are really close to me, we're all very, they're all very like staunch Catholics. I went to Catholic school, so it's not something that I wanted out there so that they could screenshot and say, Hey, look at them. They're like polyamorous or non-monogamous or whatever. And yeah. it, I don't know, I guess now that it, I've been caught, like, like I just deleted everything. I was like, oh, there's, there's no point in all this. It's yeah. just frustrating. I thought about it um, because like we had talked about my initial thought process of not putting it on there was it's going to dis- dissuade so many people that may be on the fence about it. So I was like, well, let's wait. Let's get to know each other and then tell them. Um, but after having, you know, th- at this point realized the response is, it's pretty good. It's, I'm not, it's, you know, that I have enough, there's enough people that 
I'll have some sort of conversation with it. And I'm sure I'm correct that some of those people may never have swiped. If they'll be off-putting because sure. it's something they're not used to or never been exposed to before. And they're like, Oh no. Um, but there's, I think there's enough people out there now that I've noticed that are okay with it or had been involved in it in the past. I've met, I've uh, come across a lot of profiles of other women in relationships that it's on their profile. Right. Uh, and those are the ones I actually prefer to try and meet and start right. a conversation yeah, yeah. with. Cause you're in a cause similar it, situation. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. They get Everybody it. Gets it. Yeah. Um, it's easy. There's no misunderstandings of right. what, what this is and yeah. isn't. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have the answer. I wasn't accusing yeah. you. I was just curious yeah. like, if it, <laughs> it would have made sense. Right. And even, mm-hmm. you know, as Phil's saying, like, you know, you message with, let's say you message 20 women and 10 of them, are not interested at all, but the other 10 might have swiped right or whatever direction you swipe anyway, mm-hmm. right? And you saved yourself the, the time. I don't know. I don't have any. Yeah, I've, I've not that's what, yeah, because that's what I try to avoid in the just like being so that's upfront. What I think within, I mean, the both of us within like two, two messages or, hey, we should go out like, hey, yeah, but let me tell you this first. And it's pretty much right off the bat. And yeah. for the most part, it's yeah. it's worked out well. Because almost for the same per- reason of, like you mentioned, of putting it on your profile. It's like, I don't want to waste their time and I don't want to waste my time. Exactly. We're both work enough and with family and, and our lives. Like, I don't have that much time to dedicate to this. So I'd rather get through that phase of, like, filtering it out of, of potential, like, people yes, to meet than yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. So it sounds like you've told a few close people, but in general, you're not out much about your relationship uh, it's slowly growing like it is we I have some of our close family that we've told as well as just as friends um my sister yeah my uh, brother his brother definitely not my sister no <laughs> it's obviously like a person on person like she became very religious and i was like i'd rather not have i don't that think conversation. she would agree or yeah. understand or yeah but i think for the most my 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 close friends like my best friends from high school like they all know um my co-worker slash best friend she knows and my sister knows but I I it's such a big part of our lives now that I find myself just really wanting to just tell everybody you know yeah. like I want to tell people that like I met this guy and I really like him and it's really exciting and Phil met his wife and it's working out great between the four of us it's just you know that like new relationship like I want to tell everybody all the yeah. time and it sucks when you can't. Um, I told my friends recently how excited I was. And I was like, yeah, I met this guy and he's great. And Phil really likes his wife and it's just, it's working out so well. And, um, my best friend was like, that's amazing. I'm super excited for you. And my other friends were like, that's weird. I don't get it. How are you not jealous? Like, like you guys, one of my friends was like, you guys are taking this way too far. Like, you know that, right. And I was kind of taken aback cause I thought she was not judgmental about it, but she very much showed that she is. And it was kind of a letdown just to be like, I, I was really excited and you kind of, you kind of, you know, I don't know, made it, made me feel not weird about it, but you, you kind of let me down a bit. Cause I was really excited to share this information with you. Kind of squash yeah. your excitement. Yeah, yeah. She totally which is funny. She probably it. would have been the least, the one I thought least about, like that, or excuse Being me, like the person yeah. I thought 
would be the least judgmental out of her friends. Exactly. And the ones that I had told him that the single guy I'm dating, I told him like, yeah, like I really like him. And, you know, I think you guys would like him a lot. And if you met him, like you guys would absolutely love him. And two of them were like, no, you know, we know Phil too well and we don't want to disrespect him like that by meeting him. And I said, Phil's fine with it. Like he's totally cool. And I want you to meet him. And they were like, no, no, don't want to meet him. Don't, you know, like that's, that's your kind of secret thing and keep it there. And that was this huge letdown because I kind of felt like, oh, I was excited to tell you this and you really, uh, you really made me feel terrible. So now I'm like, I, I have to weigh like who I tell what and, right. like and I don't have any. They're sort of supportive, but to a point. To a point, yeah. Very much like a don't ask, don't tell. Like, we know you do this, but don't tell us about it anymore. We're uncomfortable, which I respect, so I've stopped telling them about it. But now I'm like, okay, well, I when when we hang out and they're like, well, how's your life going? That's a massive part of my life, you know? I I really like these people, and they're becoming super important to me, and I want to talk to you about it, but I can't. So I have to censor it and I have to kind of narrow what is actually happening in my life to certain things. Cause I can't tell them about the rest, which yeah. Yeah, is frustrating. Sounds, yeah. And it sucks. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. It puts yeah. you in really uncomfortable situations too, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you want to be yeah. open. I don't blame you. You want to be open and out about it, but sometimes it's just, it's just not the time or the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully given like over time, people will, be more open to it. You never know. Some of them, some of your friends could come around. Yeah. And we talked about this. I think this whole non-monogamy is the more we're in it, the more I realize it's very much more commonplace than people are talk about. Like the, the one, the just variety of people that we've met either just at like lifestyle parties and just, just talking to them and, of all different age groups, different demographics, um, people at work, there's a, and then meeting the talking about the people that they've met and realizing like the military is full of this and like all these other age rate, each groups and demographics do this that I'm like, I think it's just something people don't talk about, uh, more often than not. We just didn't know that maybe they're in some way or fashion people that we run into, do this and whatever that means to them. Right. Yeah. Right. Or at least are open to having the conversation in that relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Were, were your friends, when you told them, Phil, were they supportive of it? They were, they were both shocked. So I had primed them obviously before I sat down and I didn't want to have the full conversation about everything that had gone on until uh, we kind of were face to face. But yeah, we talked about it for the whole night and they were both kind of, taken aback by it and you know they're both they're kind of pretty supportive and we're like yeah that's awesome that's so cool it, as long as you guys are happy that's great like whatever makes you guys happy you know i think one was like that sounds like something i would so want but i know myself and i would be completely jealous and i don't think that's for me or at least not right now but that would be like a relationship goal kind of thing mm-hmm. um but they've been great i mean they we joke we laugh about it uh, whenever we get together, do get together, you know, they usually ask like, and I'll tell them about the people that I've met and, you know, 
because uh, they've been single there pretty much the entire time I know them and they're nowhere near a long-term relationship or ready to settle down at all getting settled down in any form or fashion. So like, so it's kind of fun that for first time in our real friendship that I am one of the single guys, I've always been either the relationship guy or the married guy guy (laughs) that's just kind of sitting in there while they're doing their single, their single thing. And and Uh, now you're the guy that they could actually swipe right on your wife. Yeah. (laughs) But they they probably shouldn't. (laughs) Uh, And now we have something to talk about. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, it's, it's happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So you, Emma, had a question earlier, and I interrupted you rudely. You did. Rudely. (laughs) I was just going to, we were talking about physical health, and I was going to ask more specifically about your sexual health and how you handle that with multiple partners. Condoms. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Carefully. That that and um, birth control for me, because, I don't know, obviously, like, that's that's always a risk um, that... I mitigate as much as I can with, with just being up to date with birth control and going to the doctor, getting tested. Um, but condoms like all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how we, how we, we had go. a, yeah, we pretty much definitely with anyone new, we had a short, a very short stint when we were with that, just that one couple when it, we were just the four of us, um, and no one else and nobody else and we, we trusted each other and we we had the conversation and it was like do yeah. we want to not use them and it, we kind of went back and forth and it kind of got to the point where we're like okay like we trust each other we're like close and we kind of want to take that to the next level so with them we did we didn't use yeah. any but we like none of us were seeing anybody else it was literally just right. the four of us um but since then it's yeah that was i think a that was a fluke of of just that specific yeah. relationship, not a yeah, yeah, Stand, yeah. standard operating procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you had that. Co- yeah. You had the conversations. Like that's what it all comes yeah, down to. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There was the conversation. And I was curious. So you, you both have sort of dabbled in the quote-unquote singles dating world, right? And I guess are you seeing the conversations around this being more prevalent than like being able to talk openly, like? Here's when we got tested. Here's how we protect ourselves. When were you tested? What you know that type of stuff. Are you seeing that? Like those are pretty easy, normal conversations, or is it still kind so of? So when you, I, I'll go. Um, and you were talking about specifically like when we're flying solo. Yeah, like if you meet somebody off of Tinder or Bumble or whatever. It, it is dependent on the person. I probably am a more cavalier. In that it's not a priority for me to ask. I just I think I probably probably am trusting and like well, they would tell me if they had something and we're going to use condoms uh, anyway when it, if it gets to that. So it's not I don't ever make it a point necessarily to like ask them. But then there's other people where that conversation comes very quickly, and so I for me it's probably driven by them as like if it's important to them. Otherwise, for me. I'm like, oh, we're already using protection. Um, it, I have the conversation. Uh, you're better. You're a better man than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always, yeah, I always ask. I think, um, 
I don't know, in my experience, it's, it's kind of been, you know, just, uh, it's like, make sure, you know, like, Hey, I got tested. You're tested. Cool. We're good. Still use condoms. Like, right. Just to be fair, I mean, you're, you're, both of you are assessing your risk tolerance in the situation and what you're Mm -hmm. okay with, what you're both okay with. Um, you know, condoms don't necessarily protect you. They do not protect you from everything. But yeah, they yeah. do. They do provide a lot of protection, so they're they're a yeah. good, they're a good barrier. But mm-hmm. you, the overall thing is, you're both making decisions that are what you want. Are you're okay with with your risk tolerance? I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I personally. I, really, uh, I was gonna say my. Yeah, in that regard, like, I make my assessment off of, do I trust this person? And, like, I would never do anything physical with somebody I didn't trust. And if I thought that they would lie to me or not tell me something, like, something that important as to, like, do you have an STD, but you still want to currently sleep with me while you have one? Or would you even tell me if you, the truth, if you, like, got tested and found that was how you found out? Um, you know, I, like... Although I've had like gone out on a few dates, like and somewhat regularly, like I still do a pretty my due diligence to get to know them on a more personal right. like, level to make sure that like this is somebody I would trust uh, sleeping with, and that's not crazy or in anything like so yeah. absurd. Uh, yeah. So I think that's how I make I make my choice and decision. Uh, unless they, I'll have the conversation if they brought it up, but it's never been my priority. Yeah. I think prior to, I still bring it up just cause I don't know, like I'm, I'm dating a single guy and I'm sure he's like, you know, out there probably having fun too. So it's, it's like, we talk about it, um, and just make sure we're like on the same page and we're kind of good to go. So yeah, I, I don't know. I talk about it at least, um, frequently and same with new guys, like just, just in case, you know, you never know. I I like to have that, that peace of mind of, you know, you told me and you, you know, you're, you proved that that's, um, that's the truth. So cool. Yeah. Moving on. And yeah. And I also, I don't know. I'm always sick. So I always go to the doctor and every time I'm there, I'm just like, Hey, by the way, can we do this? Cause <laughs> you know, and I even tell my doctor even asked me, she's like, why do you get it so often? Like you're married. And I'm like, yeah, but I, my husband's not the only person I sleep with. So that was my favorite <laughs> conversation. The last time we, she wasn't feeling good and went to the emergency room and the doctor was in there and asked that question. I was sitting right next to her. I had left work immediately because it just came on so suddenly we were worried that some she was something might be wrong and she was completely fine but minus the pain but she was okay <laughs> uh, but like the doctor asked her like how many like are you she's like I, uh, he's like oh or? i no yeah he's like oh i ha- i have to ask this but do you sleep with anyone other than your husband do you need to get tested i was like yes i do and he looked at me like and I said it right Shocked. in front of him. And I just sat there, like on my phone. I kind of like, like looked up and went right back to my phone. Like, like, normal yeah. question. You should have thrown the chair across the room. Made a big scene about it. And he also he also asked. Uh, so he asked that, and he was like, "Oh, okay." 
and kind of kept going. And then, uh, like it was, it was a questionnaire about like other things. Um, and then he was like, okay. Uh, so I'm assuming just with men, I'm sorry, I have to ask. And I was like, no women too. And he just looked at me again, like completely shocked and (laughs) Phil's over here. Just like nonchalant. Like I'm just on Reddit. (laughs) 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 That poor doctor just walked out of there. Just confused. (laughs) I was just hoping she said no to the first question. So I didn't have to keep going down the line. I know. (laughs) Now I have to ask you all these other questions. And, I found that hilarious. Like in my head, I was just waiting for the doctor to leave so we could laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we laughed about it. We're like, that was weird. Yeah. (laughs) That actually brings up another topic I wanted to ask about too. Have you, it sounds like you have explored your sexuality as in, um, you know, playing with uh, exploring relationships with people other than your, um, I guess maybe same sex partners. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, definitely. I think for me, I'm, I would say I'm bisexual. So I, that's kind of, I've always like, I've explored that I've, when I have explored it, I've liked it. So, um, it's definitely something that like, I, I've lately kind of been seeking out again. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's been a while since I've done that. And I really would like to, cause I kind of miss it. And it really has been a while. I'm like, Oh my God, I need to do this again. Cause I'm like kind of craving it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm bisexual, so and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I um, on my part at least, and I think that's kind of also how this all started too, was because I was like, hey, let's have a threesome with my friend because I really want to, uh, oh. and yeah, and he's like, cool, let's have a threesome with your friend. I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> Life's rough, huh? Yeah. yeah it, was a, it, was a, it was a tough weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, awesome. how about any, we always like to ask, the, or often we ask if you've had any bloopers, uh, like things that... Only in the lifestyle or only in non-monogamy would this happen. Would you have us. this happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think when uh, our... our um, original foursome friend couple, um, that we were with, again, we both had, we both have, have kids. Um, we live really close to each other. So it just kind of, we just had a lot of sleepovers cause it just made sense, put the kids to sleep so we can all hang out. Um, and I, I just, there was a few times, no, not few. There was like one time I just remember like, it was, it was like middle, like two o'clock in the morning, like like been asleep for hours and just they all decided to wake up at once. And obviously like we're a totally different part of the house, like, and they're very, very young. Uh, so it was just kind of a <laughs> jump up, find clothes, figure it out. Like, Jesus, what's happening. And uh, your triage. Just... It, it really was. Uh, and then, yeah, so that happened. And mm-hmm the night was kind of over. (laughs) I would say the funniest in, in regards to them in that scenario, because we lived in the same neighborhood is we lived right around the corner. And this is probably the only time where we would have like two in the morning. I would just throw our son over my shoulder and walk back to our house after everything we were done for the night. And 
that was always unique. Uh, I'm pretty sure that like we had neighbors that would probably see us leaving, you know, at 2 a.m. or them leaving (laughs) here at like two or three o'clock in the morning. Like, what is going on over there? Why are, what is happening? Why do they leave each other's houses at a weird hour every night? But I mean, it was convenient because we could literally like, I mean, door to door 30 seconds, at least like we were right there. Yeah. So for me, my funniest blooper was the first time I ever met another spouse solo. Um, We met on Reddit and it was actually her husband had made the post. And so I, I started talking with him at first and then started talking like to her and we kind of hit it off. Uh, we met for drinks and then we went back and we spent, we had fun. We slept together and then parted ways. It was, it was very nice. That was fun and unique and different for me that like, it's like, Oh, that's when I realized, I think I like other like, wives better than just single women. Um, Cause we had so much to talk about. Um, she was super new. I was the first the first like encounter she'd ever had. So um, I kind of gave her my whole story and about how it's been for us. But then the next day, you know, in just waking up and sending a text and sending a message, I'm like, Oh, last night was fun. Hope you had a good night. And she said the same thing. And then later on that day, I think I got a text from her husband and it was, he said, I know this might sound weird, but thanks for fucking my wife. I, was, <laughs> I just laughed because like that is the weirdest fucking text you would ever get. <laughs> no scenario, do you, does some guy thank you for sleeping with his wife? Right. Yeah. I think you're. It's like a hot potato. Now you're obligated to send that text. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, I probably should. Yeah. You probably should. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. Was, I laughed pretty good about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think those are our... Those are probably the best ones. Our, our blueprints. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we appreciate it, and and we appreciate you two coming on and sharing the story with us. I know it sounds like off to a rocky start, which is not uncommon, but we're, we're happy to hear that you've sort of persevered and you've found your way, and it seems to be all smooth sailing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going yeah. well. It is, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Lots, lots of changes. And I was going to say, I know it is we exciting. Talk to you guys again in a few months or next year. We'll probably be in a very different place. I feel like than but we are now. now. You never know. Seems to be how this it's goes. Ever changing, for us. but it's fun. Well, it's we'll, exciting. We'll put it on the calendar, and it's a date. There you Sweet. go. <laughs> 30, 365 days from now. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we look forward to it. And uh, yeah, thank you again and have a wonderful evening. Yeah, thank you so much. You as well. Take care. And we're back. Are you you 33 yet? Almost tomorrow. But we hope that everyone... It would be crazy if somebody listened to this starting at like 1130. And then by the time they finished, it was your birthday. And you actually turned 33 during the episode. Why would that be so crazy? I think. Okay, you're right. That would be wild. Anyway. (laughs) I love you. Yeah. Clearly. Well, thank you to Claire and Phil for coming on the show, for sharing your story. And we hope everyone had fun listening to this one on Christmas with family. Or Hanukkah. Or Hanukkah. Also with family. Exactly. Or just 
Emma's birthday with all, family. All of this time with family. You are very sweet. You keep wishing me birthday wishes like yeah. over and over and over. I got to get them all in. <laughs> Uh, Next one, week. Oh, well, sorry. I was going to say one thing. They mentioned a couple of dating websites during this episode. One of them was Cassidy. We haven't said it in a while, so maybe you're new. Maybe this is your first time ever listening, and you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we we do offer, if you want to use our links on our website to help us out, it also helps you out with Cassidy. You get six months of free trial to, to check that out and see if you like it. So go do that if you're interested in meeting other sexy people like us. Wow, what happened to your voice there? You got high. <laughs> okay, yes, go check out Cassidy. And next week, actually January 1st, 2020. So I guess that's next year. It is next year and next week. What do we got? Dedeker. Did you almost forget? No, I was <laughs> waiting for you to say it. We've got Dedeker from the Multi-Amory podcast coming by to drop some awesome knowledge and her story on us pretty much start to finish soup to nuts as they say here on the podcast <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yep we're super excited for that hope everyone enjoyed this episode and thanks for listening all right go put a shirt on we gotta go to breakfast yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs>